0: People want to hear it, man. They're going to hear
1: it. This is the raw deal. Raw?
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? We're back. This is Joe Milley. I'm here with Big Sexy. How are we doing? We are back. Yes, we are. Please check us out on iTunes, the raw deal 714. Instagram, The Raw Deal 714 Podcast, and Facebook, The Raw Deal 714. Those accounts are back up and active. Social media, someone's taking care of that for us. Uh, iTunes has always been active. Check us out. Episode 20. 2020. I think we're going to start off with a story from Big Sexy today. Hit it. Well, where do I begin Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado,
1: this is Sal's story time. I've been fired on my death twice in my life. Two times. That's twice more than most people. Yeah. Anyway, first firing was, uh, this was years ago. Like, I don't even know how many years ago. It was a long time ago. Probably 10 years ago. Got a job at a company in here in, uh, I think it was Garden Grove, plumbing company as a dispatcher. Did the background check, did the drug test. They brought me in. The hours are going to be fucked anyway. They wanted me to work weekends and all for some bullshit. So I go in. I go in for the training. I work one day. They wanted me to work that Saturday. So that Friday they had me off. You can take the day off. You're going to work Saturday through whatever. All right, no big deal. So I'm driving the kids to school. Cell phones were in effect then. So I get a call. And they said, "Uh, we're sorry to tell you, though, but we're going to have to let you go. I was like, what the fuck? I just started. uh, Your background came back and eh, it was a little bit too uh, much for the owner to swallow. (laughs) Now, mind you, the owner was a Christian and he said that it was just too much. Mind you that that background was at that point over 10 years old. So I just was like, whatever, dude. So that was the first one. So what was it on your background? I mean... Oh, now you want to get personal. I no, it was just, it. you know, stuff from back in the day. Okay. You know, a couple of felonies and shit. I mean, a, a couple. Dumb shit, you know. Wow. I mean, I don't even remember what it was. I mean, you know, it was just, you know, it's a record. It goes on your record. Your record follows you everywhere. Right? I mean, whatever. Indeed. Anyway, they let me go. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like I worked there for a year or whatever. It was one day. <laughs> so, so, basically, yeah, that, that kind of yeah. counts,
0: but not really.
1: Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't even know if I got a paycheck from them.
0: So let's talk about the most recent incident of uh,
1: getting fired on your day off. Well, two weeks ago, Friday, company I worked out for about a year that I told you about. Uh, I don't want to bring up any names or anything, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, gave them a year of my life, went through COVID with them. We talked about it before in a couple episodes. Uh,
0: when you say you went through COVID, you didn't have covid They Um, didn't have COVID. You've just been living through the pandemic
1: with this company. Our company decided to say, hey, we're going to take our accounts with the supermarkets and we're going to do the plexiglass. We're going to do the uh, riot plywood board-ups for the stores. I'm like, all right. So almost four months of that shit, you know, nights, days, nights, whatever, doing it, boarding up stores, taking the plywood down after the shit didn't, whatever. So then I got... uh, On a couple of jobs, I wasn't doing service anymore. I decided that they were going to stick me on uh, doing night jobs. Eight hours a day from 6.30 at night till whatever in the morning. And uh, they told me I wasn't going to be on the alcohol list anymore. And I was like, okay, cool. So long story short is they made promises they couldn't keep. I stuck up for myself and they said that uh, per our conversation, we're going to have to part ways. Mind you, I was in San Diego when this happened. So I, they they thought you were supposed
0: to be on call, even yes. though the guy told you that you were off call, Yes, but that was kind of like a gentleman's agreement, right? not on the books. Not but I did have call. a
1: witness, and when they called me out on it, they said that if you don't run your own call, you're going to be a no call, no show. So I said, do what you got to do. So I came, I went to San Diego for the weekend, uh, got a text message but it's a picture of my truck basically gutted and empty so they had came and retrieved their vehicle and let me know that my uh, time at Brightside was expired that I was done so that happened on a probably a Saturday so
0: is that how they said it your time at this company has expired yes those are the
1: words that's the text Poor our conversation <laughs> I said, I I oh, said God, I never God. quit. I didn't quit. I didn't say I quit. So anyway, uh, I just feel like I ended a bad relationship. Almost like having a, 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 a person in a, in a relationship that's very verbally abusive.
0: So how many no-call, no-shows did you have? Because you don't get fired on the first one.
1: I never no-call, no-showed. But I left on a Friday, and there's Saturday and Sunday. There's two days. So they set me up, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So that Monday I got a job. So two days later I got another job. And not only that, me and three other plumbers went over. So four of us left to go to another company. So we're happy. The rival. The rival. Yes. Competitor. Competitor. There's only so many businesses that do what we do. But anyway, I'm happy now. Excited. It's Get, good. Almost giddy. I'm wow, happy for
0: you. Yes, It's okay. nice when you can just be somewhere and them threaten to take disciplinary action. And you're in such a solid state
1: financially and with your family. You can be like, eh, do your worst. Well, I would have quit a long time ago if I could have. But I, just, I couldn't quit on them because I needed, you know, you don't just quit. But they forced my hand, so they basically fired me. Fuckers. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm happy now. I have to deal with all their bullshit. I'm a better person for it. I'm not grumpy. I'm not as grumpy. Um, even my wife is saying, Hey, it's ever since you left everything you're like happy.
0: It's good, man. Your hours aren't as sporadic.
1: Don't work nights anymore and I'm not on call. There One you Saturday go. a month. Boom. October 9th is my first Saturday. The only thing is is they put me in a, a transit, which is a uh, Remember the um, circus when the clowns would jump out of the car? There's like 15 of them. What? You, no. remember, you know, Oh, you didn't go to the circus?
0: I've been to a circus. It's been a long time.
1: You know when the clowns would roll out in some little, it looked like a little that little Honda.
0: Oh, and they just keep coming yeah, out? Yeah, there's like oh, 12 of them. Okay, okay. That's what
1: my vehicle looks like. It's that small. <laughs> so a couple of guys at work were like, damn, they put the biggest guy in the smallest vehicle. <laughs> so it's basically like 10 pounds of shit in a two-pound bag. I yeah it's small, but I enjoy it's, it. All right, well, I'm
0: happy. M- maybe they'll change that for you.
1: Here's no, I'm not, I don't want to change it because they just expect me to do what I want me to do, and that's it, no more, no less. So I'm I'm fucking happy. It is. I mean, I fit. The steering wheel doesn't rub my belly, so I'm cool with that. There you go. So it's good. We're Winding. good. We're good. We're all good. Now, my buddies came over with me: David Bueno, Rene Ramirez, and Sam. So we're good. We're a click. We're good. Everybody's happy. Pay me a shit ton more money too. Just saying. Blessing in disguise. Yes, uh, it's like I left my abusive partner, verbally abusive. Glad to hear it, man. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know.
0: I still haven't switched over to football yet. I mean, paying attention to the Rams, but everyone else, I, I have no idea about really. Well, you guys got kind your... of paying attention to the Rams.
1: I know we've won twice. Yeah, you guys got your half. You got lucky in the first game. Anyway. You guys got your hands full this weekend. you're playing Buffalo. And Buffalo is not a joke. That like divi- the first game? That division- the first game was a joke. Buffalo game? No. Rams game? Cowboys-Rams game. It was a joke. It was a preseason game for me. Oh. Okay. We got our first loss in our Except belt. Except with uh, real season consequences. So you have no loss under your belt yet. And I guarantee you the Rams will lose this weekend in Buffalo. You guarantee I guarantee it. How do you guarantee it? Your quarterback is not what he thinks he is. When he sees a real team and a real defense, he's going to be... They so the pressured. Cowboys are not a real team with a real defense. The Cowboys' defense did not pressure him. Goff was not pressured at all. That has nothing to do with the offense of the Rams? Yeah, yo, know, you guys haven't been t- tested yet. So Goff is going to be tested this weekend. And I hope he can pass the test, but I don't think he's going to. And I'm not a Rams hater. Sounds like it. Per se. But they're going to be tested. Okay. You guys have eight away games this year, and guess what? They're all on the East Coast.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, the the schedule is pretty unfair. It's stacked against the Rams. Oh, so you're already... not to
1: make excuses for that. <laughs> Sounds but... like you are. Yeah. Anyway, kinda, you're playing BS. Buffalo. I say Buffalo by six. That's just me. Buffalo by
0: six. Yeah. All by right. a touchdown.
1: Uh, Cowboys. What do you want are... to put on it? Uh, nothing. Cowboys are going into Seattle. How's I... Seattle doing? Well, they're 2-0. Oh. I, I don't even know. Are they playing in Seattle or, or Dallas? I don't know. I don't know. It's schematics. So it's I, schematics? I hope that I, we can beat them. We can be, is, is that a word? Wait,
0: hold on. It's schematics? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you mean to say it's semantics? Semantics. There you go. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway, we can beat the Eagles. Okay. We can beat them. They're beatable. We know what a schematic is, right? Yes. Schematic is like something on paper. It's like a drawing or something. Like yeah, there yeah, you go. Blueprint. All right. All ah, right. That's stupid. The semantics uh, is language. Okay, you know what I meant. Anyway. So, we're going to beat the Eagles by a touch. I mean, I'm sorry. We're going to beat the Eagles by a field goal. All right. And we're going to get started late again, and we'll beat them in the fourth quarter. You have to admit less. Last... With all these precise
0: predictions, you should be like putting some money on it, because it really sounds like you know what you're talking about. I'm
1: more of a prognosticator. A prognosticator. You know what that means? Now you try to break out the vocab. We're going to beat him by a field goal. And we're probably going to beat him with the last five minutes of the game. Well, that's how it goes. Last Sunday, though, I'm going to tell you right now, I was a little fucking bitter. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, but I'm not going to go into sports too much so people don't fucking like it. But anyway, the Rams were on TV. And Who doesn't I, like it? A lot of people don't like it. They're just not into it. Talking about sports? In general, yes. So anyway, I've had issues with my television. You know that more than anybody besides my wife. Yep. I hear about it I all went on the, time. the Wi-Fi TV. I paid for three. I started back when the Dodgers went to fucking Spectrum, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I've been with two different companies. I've been okay with it. Then I fucking, I just don't have it. I was hurt for a week and a half. Rams, no Cowboys opening day, opening their first game of the season at in Dallas. Networks didn't want to play. I was like, the fuck's going on there? The Rams are on TV. Nobody wants to watch the Rams. In Southern California,
0: I think more people want to watch the Rams than the Cowboys. Cowboys
1: are more popular here than the Rams are. I highly doubt that. that's... Anyway, we won't go into schematics again. Well, no, show me the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) schematics. Anyway. Show me um, the schematic that has those numbers. the Rams end up winning their game. So, what does the network do? They fucking go into fucking Dallas and they show the last two minutes. Which were the only two minutes that mattered. With the yeah. with the tying the game with the outside kick and then winning the game with the field goal. So it was actually a nail hair raising head. on my neck. Yeah, that no. was <laughs> so it was pretty cool. You invited me over said I will watch the second half at my house, but they were getting their ass kicked so bad that I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna barbecue.
0: Yeah, it was too painful. You didn't have faith in your team. That's not true. And you know
1: I don't even know if I'm how, gonna watch How was it
0: your prediction of that game? Did you predict that was gonna happen?
1: Uh, well, they had three turnovers in the first quarter, and it resulted in 20 points. That means no. Yes, that's true. Okay. So it was, and it's bittersweet when you're watching it, not even watching it. You're seeing the highlights on a makeshift electronic football field on your phone, and you're watching lines go back and forth of possessions. And it's just, it's hard, and it's delayed, and it's just too much. So anyway, let's just, let's, uh, let's uh, circle back. Cowboys by three, Buffalo by six. Those are my predictions. Fair. Prove me wrong. Uh, Dodgers are winning by one. They took the first one from the Angels. These games don't really fucking matter. Last night's win, we eliminated the Angels. The Angels could have went to a playoff game if they would have swept the Dodgers and Texas did beat Houston last night. So basically, Texas had to sweep. Texas Rangers have to sweep the Houston Astros, and the Angels had to sweep the Dodgers, and they would have went to the playoffs. So Texas beat the Astros last night, and the Dodgers beat the Angels. So we technically eliminated the Angels from postseason. We played spoiler,
0: which honestly, they would have been eliminated
1: anyway. Yeah, it's not even. They're they they not going to gonna make it. They have a good team, but they just don't have pitching. They don't have pitching. Yeah, which has been the story for decades. Yeah, it's sad. But we're not going to get into those semantics
0: tonight. Those aren't semantics. Those are just facts.
1: Yes. The Angels suck. They're not spending the money. Whenever shit hits the fan, the they're not
0: spending it. the money where they need to spend the money. Exactly.
1: Tread deadlines, blah, blah, blah. They're not even in the mix. They're not fucking, you know... San Diego Padres. trade deadline pulls up, they fucking go balls wall- to the wall because they know they're going to make a run. And they're not going to be easy in the playoffs. Just saying.
0: No, they're not. They're not. I don't think they're as good as the Dodgers, though. No, I don't
1: either. But anything can happen. Anything Uh, can happen. We lost Caleb Ferguson. Yes, we did. Tommy John surgery. And tonight, Mookie Betts took a fucking pitch to the hip. He'll be fine. I hope
0: he is. That was just to get him out of there Let put ice on it right away. I'm just glad they didn't hit him in the ribs with a fucking elbow.
1: Yeah. That would be different. So uh, we're doing good. We're hitting home runs. We're leading the league in home runs. I just hope that we carry the momentum. Leading the league in wins. Yes. I hope we take the momentum. Which we are because I believe Wednesday starts the playoffs, so we're going right into it. You know, you know, we just it's it's just we're going to do it. I believe this year, honestly in my heart, that we're going to win it all. I think so too. I yeah. mean, it sucks. It was a short season, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't.
0: Three game series though for that uh, that wild card round. That's a uh, that's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. Yeah, it's anything tough. can happen in a three game anything series. Can
1: happen. You can go on a losing streak. Your bats can get cold. Pitching, Gonson's pitching in jam tonight though. But I don't know about
0: a gem. He's looking he gave good. Four
1: rounds, six fucking innings, eighty five pitches. He's still throwing ninety five miles an hour. I'm not
0: saying that's not a good start. But well, he gave it I mean, they're not runs. really looking
1: at the win tonight. They're looking at long innings. Can he go into the seventh and eighth inning? That's she, he's at, trying to earn a
0: playoff spot.
1: Exactly. He probably will. Probably. So the thing is, the longevity of the game. You want to keep your pitchers because we're at sixty games. I mean, I think Kershaw's six and two, which isn't bad. But look at innings pitched. You know, we need to get guys need to start pitching into the sixth and seventh innings so the bullpen isn't getting, you know. My, uh. Well, the difference about this year is no one is overworked. No. But you don't want your bullpen to come in in the third inning, fourth inning. You want it to be in correct, the sixth Correct. But seventh. they're
0: still all fresh. Yes. Correct. In comparison right. to previous yes, years. Yes. You're not. They're not it's, yeah, you're
1: right. You're right. Um, my sleeper of the year is relief pitcher. Mr. Gatterall. Gatterall, yeah, he's a beast. Whatever the fuck, Gatterall? whatever. You guys a fucking beast. His accent, he's fucking badass.
0: He's awesome. And I heard he's, like, gelling with the team really well. Yes, the only and problem is
1: he throws so much fucking heat he can't pitch for three days. People don't understand that. He throws 100-plus miles an hour. Right. So doing that, you know, he's spent. So they're not trying to fucking overwork him, so... We're gonna to try to keep him to where we need him, not to where just to show up in the playoffs. Use him only when you need him. Yeah, put him yeah, in good, key spots. Good setup, man. Can Canley Jansen pull the trigger this year in the playoffs? That's what we're saying. He had a couple of bad outings this year. I think he's getting dialed in, but there's people there to support him. We have a strong. We've one of the strongest bullpens in the league. Yep. So hopefully, you know, I don't know how many uh, b- pitchers are going on the uh, postseason. I know they're expanding the roster. So we'll just see what happens. R.B.G. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. R.B.G. Yeah. R.B.G.
0: What do you very ask- very sad loss for the country for basically all of humanity. Uh, everyone should be thanking her for what she did for this country and women's rights, probably across the globe. A strong advocate for women's rights. Uh, very outspoken. Uh, You see the the obey poster with her face that says dissent under it, you know, spoke her mind um, and stood up for what she believed in. True American hero.
1: The uh, irony of that loss to this country is is probably going to last decades. Um, If you think about it, if you really rewind and you go back to Obama's last term when they denied him the last seat because he was an outgoing president. Yep. So you have to remember, they said, okay, we want the incoming president to do it. That was Hillary and Trump. So basically Hillary lost, we all know, so Trump appointed somebody. Correct. Okay. And now Trump's going to appoint somebody else. So I don't think Democrats really realize the repercussions of what happened between Trump and Hillary. Hillary losing that election kind of made more impact than even just Trump being nominated. And the bullshit we're going through with him. He nominated a fucking conservative. And he's going to nominate another conservative. So that shifts. He's already nominated two conservatives. This will be the third. So basically it's shifting now. So the Supreme Court is shifting. So we not only didn't... I wasn't a big Hillary fan. But I think it's even more than just who he elected. We changed history going forward. For probably decades because of that situation,
0: oh yeah, they're I in mean, that
1: seat for life. Exactly, so we lost two seats basically. So, love Hillary, hate Hillary, love Trump, whatever. He's basically the axis of the fucking situation. Is totally just shifted now.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a commercial that's been on on TV from the Lincoln Project. Yes, and they show these clips of conservatives at the end of Obama's term. Uh, you know, like they have video clips of all of them saying, these are the reasons why we shouldn't nominate the American people should nominate the next president who should then go on to nominate the next Supreme Court justice because it's so close to an election. You know, we don't want to distract the election. Let the voters speak. It's not right for us to do this. These are all conservatives. And there's like, you know, six to eight different clips of different ones saying this. And then the last one was Lindsey Graham saying, use my words against me later on in the future if you have to but they should not we should not nominate a new Supreme Court Justice and I will say that forever it's true and it's like so now the tables have turned now it's on them to do
1: the right thing it's not gonna happen and they're cowering yes they took it out out of Obama's hands and they're not they're basically eating their words now but it's not gonna happen Trump's gonna elect
0: well it's yeah, he's already elected.
1: Yeah, he's gonna come through. He's gonna get his <laughs> nominations. They're Actually, going. I
0: don't. Has he already elected? I'm not sure. He's like right There's the
1: top three candidates. I think two of them are female. Yeah, but whatever. So anyway, that's sad. Um, yeah, that's. And I think it's gonna be a lot more uh, situation. It's it's just it's bigger than that. It's 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 bigger than that. It is. I mean, it's it really it's big is. time. It's bigger than who's gonna be the president. It's Just it's you know they're voting for life so it's crazy i know that uh rbg there was a rumor going around which i heard is true that she had written a letter prior to dying and she wrote it to her granddaughter and in that letter she said i'm holding out as long as i can so right she, because you know, she
0: her dying wish was yes. to have the next president
1: right sorry nominate we've been saying elect but it's yeah. nominate and a lot of uh conservatives are saying that they think she died a long time ago. You know, they're the, the Democrats were holding it from us or, or whatever, saying no, that they would even pull the wool over everybody's and say she's still alive. That's, and then, that's
0: and, some Trump conspiracy
1: yeah, shit. It's, speaking of Democrats and Republican, I am a registered Republican by accident. Dude, I'm getting so many fucking text messages and emails from Pence, Trump, and his... Because they know they're behind... But it's like, fuck, really? So anyway, I'm in my local supermarket today. Okay, this morning I get up, and I know the manager there. He's got a beer guy. He drives a four pickup with the flag on the back. You know, typical Republican. Orange County. Yes, he's a good guy. You know, I run into him at the... uh, We ran into him at Home Depot one time together, me and you. Anyway, long story short, I'm there. I get up in the morning, I go to Home Depot, I go wash the car, I fill up the tank at Costco, and I thought, you know what? Instead of going to buy menu, though, I'm just going to go to the market and buy it by the can. I'm almost like a baller on a budget, you know? So I'm like, okay, I got things to get, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Doctor it up with the pickle onions and all that. Long story short is, I'm on the phone with the wife. I'm like, hey, I want to bring you something. What do you want? So I thought I'd get her some pozole doctor it up for breakfast. And then, granted, it's 730 in the morning. So my shit, I've already done like 15 things already. Shit showered and shaved prior to leaving the house. Okay. That's so I'm Yeah. So I'm, well, it's worn because you're in the bathroom. But, so I'm, like, fucking on a roll. I get up at fucking 5 o'clock this morning. I got shit to do. Oh, this is today. Oh, yeah. Today. I mean, I don't fuck around. I used to get up at 4.30 in the morning, but I, just, I slept in a little bit. I got up at 5.30 today as well. I saw. I was up and saw the lights on in the backyard. So, anyway, that's cool. So, I'm going through my day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to Smart and Fire blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going down the Hispanic food aisle. And I see the manila, I'm like, yeah, I'll grab three cans, you know. Bobby come over. Lauren likes manila, whatnot. So there's no Posole. I'm like, what the fuck? So I see the bearded, my friend, he's a manager. There. I remember for a while I always fucked with him. And he's an outwardly open Republican. And I don't, he doesn't know what I am because I don't talk about. My thing is, is I have my beliefs, but I don't really preach them to people. It's just like, this is who I am. I'm a human. I have kindness for other humans, whether they're black, white, yellow, Republican, whatever. I have respect and kindness for that. I don't define someone by their, who they vote for. And a lot of people I know do, which I don't. So anyway, we're talking. I said, hey, where's the pozole? He goes, what? I have a mask on. He has a mask. I can't hear you. So I yell it. He walks over and he goes, oh, you know, production. You know, sometimes production. We did just because of COVID and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that makes sense. You know, whatever. He goes, yeah, well, November 4th, we're not going to have to worry about these masks. So... <laughs> no uh, no and so I play along. So I'm playing. Along. I'm like, I hope so because I hate fucking working on these masks. Being a commercial plumber,
0: yeah. we have
1: to wear the masks in the market, and it's fucking bullshit. Yep. But it is what it is. It's just what we have to do. So I'm like, I hope so. Not really siding with the. I know what he's saying. Basically, after the president's reelected, this shit's all going to go away. Right. Which is fucking asinine, but whatever. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I said, I just said, I hope so because I want to lose the masks anyway. So we're talking. Okay, all right, whatever. See you later. Have a great day. So I get my shit together. And I'm carting out to the car, parked in front. And you know what I drive. He walks out. He says, oh, and I just watched the car. look like a goddamn diamond. Ooh, it looked like a diamond. It was shiny. Nice. So I open the trunk. I put my stuff in. He goes, see, hardworking people like me and you, because he sees the car I'm driving, you know, that's what this country's about. He goes, these fucking Democrats. They're ruining this shit. They're the ones that's causing this COVID bullshit. And I says, so Democrats aren't hardworking Americans. He goes, fuck no. I go, you see that car right there? That's my fucking car, and I'm a fucking Democrat. And he fucking almost saw his ass cheek pucker, <laughs> and he's walking to his fucking Ford four <laughs> wheel drive pickup with a Trump and American flag, which I don't give a fuck about. But it's just the insinuation is Democrats are losers. They're fucking. They're lazy. It's like, how does? An affiliation a straight with the fucking, who you vote for, define what the fuck you do. Because it's just like, I think this guy works hard. He's always working. He's a manager. I get it. But why does that make him better? Because he's a hard worker. I mean, my car was double the price of his truck. But I don't define his, whatever he does by what he drives.
0: You know what I think the issue is with your friend and probably a lot of...
1: Uh, well, I would say friend
0: more of acquaintance. Okay. okay, acquaintance, sorry. Okay. Schematics. We'll get into friends after this. That's next. Okay, so I think part of that issue is he associates Democrats with certain races, right? And, and then those races, he associates certain characteristics. So he probably has some racist thoughts going on, is my guess. He's probably not just like a full-blown racist. He might not even be aware but he makes that association, which then he regurgitates as Democrats are lazy. True. I look Democrats white. don't I, work hard. I don't
1: wear my Hispanic colors on my skin. Yeah. I well, you white. don't look
0: Hispanic yeah. at all.
1: So he probably thought like, oh, this is my brother. We can talk. I think if No one of
0: colors around, so we can be honest with each other.
1: So that makes me wonder. I know the fucking produce guy's Hispanic. I see hi to him all the time. He works there. He's Hispanic. He has broken English. I'm not saying he's not from here, but he definitely Hispanic as fuck. And I always say hi to him. I always make a point to say hi to him. Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Cause I go in there weekly. Respect. Yeah, just hey, not a fucking conversation. Just I see blind. him. We make eye contact. Hey, how's it going? He seen me. I'm a very distinct person. I've looked very distinct. You know, I mean, I'm a very, very fucking good-looking man. You're so very that, rememberable. Yeah. Memorable? Memorable. it. I say you a lot. I get that a lot. I mean, I'll be in a public place, and everyone's like, hey, what's up? It's just like, who the fuck was that? I don't know. But I know them, but I don't know their name. It's just a yeah. whole, that's a whole other segment. But It's I, the whole package. Just like you when just, I'm a, You burn yourself yes, in someone's memory. Just like when I'm at work, and I'm dealing with the general public, or I'm dealing with managers at the stores, or whatever. Uh, my first week was last week. I started Monday. So I've been doing this a long time. So they're sending me in ride-alongs with guys where I'm basically shadowing them in my clown car, I'll call it. <laughs> and I'm working with them hand in hand. And some of these guys have four years experience and whatnot. So the owner's like, yeah, I need you to go with them and I need you to show them, you know. So part of the work is PR. It's, it's, it's You're dealing with the manager at the market and you're, they're spending their money for your service whatever's broken or whatever, it's their money out of their budget. So, you know, hey, this is going on this. I want to keep you in the loop, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's are like, wow, you really tell them a lot. You keep him in front. I go, wow, this is his house. This supermarket is his house and we're spending his budget, which is his money. That's how I look at it. So we have to soften the blow of, hey, we need a camera. Hey, we need a $2,000 jetter job. So you have to let them know that it's gonna be okay. But some guys just walk in, hey, I'm gonna do it. And they walk out and they get billed two grand. They're like, what the fuck? Right. So you have to kind of just like, you know, it's, you, they're paying
0: the bills. It sounds like you bring in the businessman aspect to your profession.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I'm very memorable. So when they see me again, they're going to remember, hey, this fucking guy, yeah, he was He, he took was, care he of me. On point. I trust him. Right, right. So Fire I- Fire him on his day off. I put the, yeah, I put the Republican in his place. Uh, but I think you're right. I think there is a, a bit of bigotry. I'll say the word bigotry going on in this country. Um There's a lot of division going on in this country. I wouldn't say you think. I would say guaranteed that those two statements are true. A lot of division, a lot of bigotry going on, and it's. I just want this fucking election to be over. I just hope, like fuck, because I know a lot of people in the last election when Hillary and Trump, a lot of people didn't vote. They're like, well, I can't vote for fucking Hillary because I don't agree with her, but I'm still a Democrat, so they didn't vote. They're like, fuck it, lesser of two evils, and then there was a lot of people that went third party. Which is like fucking pissing in the wind. Because you're it, throwing away a vote. So
0: pissing which, in the... Which is another fault in our system. Yes. Big time. System is rigged at, to be a two-party system, which is not what it was originally designed Not to at all.
1: So I'm hoping that people go out and vote. Don't just say, fuck it, he's going to win. You know, Trump's going to win. Why bother? Because it does matter. I know there's a lot of radio stations in the inner city, Pyro one hundred and six. They're really pumping the vote. You know, this Black Lives Matter thing. Like, hey, instead of rioting or whatever, make your voice heard. Go out there and fucking vote. I mean, if we could get everybody to vote, that they're not happy with a, a certain regime, whatever you want to call it, fucking go out there and vote, man. The Staples Center is going to be open. You if, can vote there.
0: If everyone voted, Republicans wouldn't have a chance in hell. Not at all. That's why they want to limit the bail in Yeah, that's why they want to eliminate it. It won't happen. And, and that's why we don't have a voting app on our phones. If there was a voting app, you oh, would get that the age, age group the from what, eighteen exactly. to thirty, everyone would be voting. Yep. And it, it wouldn't be good for Republicans. Not at all. But I I must say, I'm not a registered Democrat. I'm not a registered Republican. I know. So I I kind of do have some issues with registering for either one of those because I feel like when people identify as one they feel like they have to agree with whatever the current party's position is on any policy. And they're not thinking about it on their own. So back in the day when the, the 15th Amendment was passed and African-Americans were just allowed to vote, it was the Democrats that were standing in front of the polling stations and basically threatening uh African-Americans with violence so that they wouldn't be allowed in the polls and wouldn't be allowed to vote. Oh, yeah. That was the Democrats. That's true. Right? The Lincoln, Democrats were the old Republicans. Lincoln was a Republican. Yep. Right? Not to say that everything Lincoln did was great. He was the face of, you know, the end of slavery, but he did also have some a lot of negative things to say about African-Americans. But Absolutely. That's a whole other story. But history repeats itself. One day the Democrats are going to be, you know, on the wrong side of what's moral from my position. Now, right now, that just happens to be the Republicans. But that's why I don't necessarily fully affiliate with any political party. I want to talk about the length of marriage and the building of a relationship. Oh fuck! And what that allows you to say that's to the fucking person, left field as fuck, to the person that you are in love with because are you you, need, you came over to my house the other day. You just stopped by. You walked in for a little bit because I had the game on. I said, "Hey, come in real quick." Was that a Sunday? What out. day was this? Gotta give me a name. I don't know what day. And we were talking for maybe three to five minutes. Wow. The next thing that happens is you get a phone call
1: oh, from your fine. wife. I'm going to throw another bus And she now. says, "Well, I left the house <laughs> on a mission to do something." with Yeah, that. you were supposed to go do something, but we were talking. Oh no, like we were leaving.
0: Three to five minutes. And you get on the phone, you're like, all right, all right, sorry, all right. You hang up, you're like, I gotta go. She just said, I'm the biggest fucking idiot she's ever met.
1: Yes, that's the love. <laughs> and in Hispanic terms, it's called a cariño. People that like, know that know that. Dang. Okay, the problem is here, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna defend anything, but we were leaving. Uh, her car was in the shop, we had a rental, it was parked in this parking stalls on Western. I said, hey, babe, you don't have to walk out there, I'll go pull around, pick you up and back. So I leave and I get uh, distracted by you and you drag me in to talk about some bullshit. I don't know what it was. So then, of course, I'm long winded as usual and I'm getting a phone call five minutes later. Where the fuck are you? I'm back here waiting for you. And it's hot. And it was warm <laughs> to her defense. And I don't know if she said fucking idiot, but I remember there was idiot was in the conversation. Oh, maybe, so maybe I already I, knew. Maybe I embellished on that one. Maybe, but it could have been, that could have been possible. I don't think she doesn't usually say
0: fucking idiot. Okay, so she said you are the biggest idiot I've ever met. That
1: uh, love you, husband of twenty five years. Oh, it's almost twenty nine years now. Twenty yeah. nine. Oh, my bad. My okay, bad. Anyway, you're right. It's true. Like you made that. a funny out of that. That's fine. That is. It is what it is. And there's a lot of people that can relate with that. You, no, but that's love. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's
0: amazing uh, that it you two individuals can get to the point of comfort
1: where they know that that just means deep down I love you.
0: Yes, I know my boundaries,
1: and I fucking. I cross them every fucking day. Probably more on the weekends. Or, than or you the week.
0: at least, like, go up and check out the boundary, like, really closely,
1: firsthand. You cross them often, but daily it's you're probably like stepping right up to the walking to line. the boundary line and there being, like, a fucking Santa in the wind. And I said, I'm going to spit in the wind. And what happens? <laughs> the spit hits me in the face. So I already know the outcome, but I go ahead and spit anyway. So, yeah, it's been a fucking trial and tribulation, man. There's a the thing that they say, happy wife, happy life. Now, if you're as fortunate as I am to be married for so many glorious years, you have to kind of adapt. Know your, know your place and know what lane to stay in. Grow together. Well, I swerve all over fuck when I drive. That's no pun intended. So I'm all over the place. I'm happy. I'm fucking. But that's what she loves about you. I wouldn't say the word love. That's a stretch. I don't know, man. I'm up at fucking you, you, 5 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday rolling over and waking her up talking about fucking cotton candy. And she's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's Saturday. So she's like, do whatever the fuck you got to do. I get up, take a shower. I'm looking at the clock saying, I got to go to Home Depot. I'm there when it opens. So I got my thing to do. And I'm calling her in between stops. Hey, I'm gotta... why are you calling me right now? It's fucking 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday. Do you fucking hate me? Why do you do this to me? Well, I just want to tell you what I bought at the market. I got shit on sale. So it's like, they don't give a fuck. So I spent $121. She's like, what? So I get home and I spread everything out on the counter. This is all the stuff that I bought. She's like, wow, you did good. So you got to kind of pick your battles. Even as a dominant male in a dominant female household, you just got to pick your battles. And I tend to not. I tend to poke the bear a lot. Best friends best friend. think about that for a minute you're in high school you're in grammar school you had a best friend i don't know who it was who was your best friend in grammar school probably can't remember can you yeah i can not remember mine was a Sikh Indian we were at Mackey and we were in a i have a picture somewhere it was uh is Mackey the name of a school Daniel T Mackey in Cypress California it uh there's a picture of me running it's very rare when I was running. <laughs> wow. And I had a Charlie Brown sweater on because it was winter time. Okay. It was the kite contest. I don't know if you remember that back in the day. Did they have a thing like that where you built your own kite strictly oh, yeah. by hand? Yeah, we had to build kites. Yeah, uh-huh. That's two stories in one there. I could go back to where the kite was built in the garage of my grandma's house where I was living. And my Uncle Ralph, which you've met, helped me build it. So you could only fucking imagine how that went. He has zero patience at that time, even worse. We built this kite out of sticks, string, glue, and foil. Foil was the primary as the paper, as the thing, foil. I was my idea. It took us 14 and a half hours to build this fucking kite, and it didn't fly. It didn't fly. But the photograph was taken at school, is I'm running, and I'm keeping the fucking kite in the air due to my running. So it looked like it was flying. And then I have my little Indian friend behind me, I don't even remember his name, Oh,
0: your best friend. You don't even remember yes. his name. Well,
1: it's been years. And you can see him. It's almost like he had one foot on the ground and one foot in the air he was running. So I i got to find that picture. I have it somewhere. I'll show it to you one day. Yeah, you got to post that. Yes, I will. It's it's black and white and it's 8 by 10, but it's long ways. And it's it says a lot. My hair is fluffing in the wind. Bright wow. orange. It was cool. So that was it. And I think that was the last best friend I ever had. I've had more best friends. But who was your best friend growing up? My best friend was Cole White. Sorry? His name was Cole White. Where's that? His name is Cole White. Oh, are you still friends with him? Yeah. I talked to him recently. Really? Texted him recently. Oh. So yeah. where did you meet this friend, Cole White? He's probably a Republican South School. Republican.
0: No. Cole White.
1: I from don't know. He's probably
0: unaffiliated. Yeah. So you met He's, make... uh, yeah, Los Alamitos Elementary.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. You came from the other side of the tracks. Okay. Yep. So you're friends with him still. And was he yeah. best friends? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, we were best friends. What are you are you still best friends? See, that's the thing about best friends, that title. That's something that you call a friend that's when you're in a m- elementary school or a child. Oh.
1: You know what I mean? So you don't fucking have best
0: friends, like no. Home? I don't have best friends anymore. Well, I get that from you. I get that vibe from you. Yeah. The last few years, yeah. You're kinda of like I have friends. I have people who I've, you know, built close relationships with that will last even if I don't talk to them for a year or however
1: long. So, best friends is not in your vocabulary.
0: I just think it it sounds like a... a childish? childish? Yeah, it's childish. Okay, okay. But, 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 hey, adults use that term all the time, which which is cool. Maybe maybe it sounds like I'm a little bitter because... <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is because I don't have that. Speak but, on it, Dan. You what know? you mean? I don't know. So, I, okay. just, I just haven't called someone my best friend in, since... Well, you don't Elementary have to use those
1: school. words. To me, a definition of a best friend is someone that will wake you up at 3 o'clock in the morning needing a ride or bailed out of jail or broken down somewhere that's 40 plus miles away and they need help. You won't do that for everybody, right? True. So that, to me, is... But there's more uh, than one person you'd do
0: that for. Because, not like, necessarily. You can't have more than one best Friend, because
1: best is singular. Best it can is, only be one. Well, okay. Well, now you're talking schematics. <laughs> just, schematics. No, that's just, that's so just you're saying you only have best one, is only one. So you're gonna have one best friend. There's only one best team in the league. You so know you're gonna mean? have one best friend. Yeah, you can only have one. But yet, you don't affiliate with the word best friend. But what? You don't deal. You say it's for children to say that word best friend. Well, I'm
0: just not into like ranking my oh, friendships. Oh, like titles. Well, I have friends, yeah. You know. So how Some many friends... people would
1: you wake up for 2 o'clock in the morning and bail them out of jail? There's a handful of people I would definitely really? for. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not related to you? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. That's crazy. That's not a lot. A handful is not a lot. That's five? Yeah. Well, I can hold more than five things in my hand. I have big hands. Yeah, there's, yeah you do. There is probably... <sighs> yeah, there's probably a good... Six to eight people I would. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be fucking happy about it, but I There's do probably it. more than five, actually, that I would do that for. We both agree on that. Oh, we do.
0: So you don't have a best friend right now. I don't. I've never had a best friend after that. After
1: that. I don't trust anybody. He was the first and only. I wouldn't even think he was a best friend. I, I, I think I threw that around too lightly. I don't even know. like that's the thing. When you're in elementary school, everything is
0: light. So yeah, but, you can, and someone is your best friend when you're in elementary school.
1: Well, maybe it should have lasted longer than just a one year maybe. at school. It should have been like through junior high. Wait, through oh, you high only school. you only knew this kid for one year? I'm thinking even less than that. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, their picture was taken. I mean, I assume we were best friends. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. only picture has another kid in it, so boom, he must have been your no, best friend. No, he was friend. just another kid. But I'm thinking maybe. He thought I was his best friend. Maybe I let him down, and I wonder maybe where he's did, at. Maybe you need to look this kid up. I, I don't even know where to begin. First up, I don't. You even need know. to figure out what his name was. I can't even fucking begin. Uh, epiphany today, driving by myself, you know, enjoying my Saturday, listening to the fucking Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks, bringing up some old memories and just nice. enjoying the day and just thinking, fuck, it's beautiful out here, man. It's nice, you know how fortunate I am to be alive. And to be, That's you right. know, moving around in this life and not really worried about what i I mean, I over-fucking-spend wherever the fuck I go. I got to have her reel me in. Hey, fuck, we're on a budget. Mortgages due this week. Hey, Let's not try to pull out savings. Mm-hmm. You know, I just... I kind of live my life like work hard, play hard. Yeah, man. You can't take it with you. Well, yeah, you, you, can't, can't, I mean, you can't.
0: You have to plan for the future, but at the same time, you need to relish in the spoils a little bit.
1: I do. I don't want to worry about fucking money. I want to fucking... you want to fill up your tank of gas? Do you want a car wash? Do you want to go to the store? Oh, fuck. Try tips on sale. Let me get six of those. I go to the fucking market. No shit. Like, I'm a fucking baller. I go to the fucking market on Sundays, and I don't fucking give a fuck. Hey, that's your priority. Well, I should, though. So, okay. This is the deal. Sundays, we go to the market. Before the football hits, right? We will get up early and go where I go. We go to... The market on Valley View, which is called Stater Brothers. Yep. They have a deli. They have a meat counter, which I fucking get a heart on over because I love meat counters. I just get a vibe on the meat counter. My meat's there behind the glass. It's not packaged. I want to fucking have it wrapped in fucking butcher paper. It fucking turns me on. Oh, I can't anyway, Right?
0: Yeah. And I go. So I go to
1: blush. So Jed's not patient. She has the patience of a fucking nap. So she goes in and does her thing. I'm like, I'm going to go to the deli, get my lunch meat for the week, and my cheese, fresh cut. I don't do the package shit. You know, I'm not an animal. They don't have that on uh, Smart and Final. No, they do not. That's why I don't like going there, but she hates it. So we go there. I hit the counter first. I need a pound of this, pound of this, pound of that, pound of that. I'll be back. No pressure. Cut it for sandwich slices and put it in the cooler. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back. So then from there, I go through the fucking produce. I look around. Then I hit the fucking counter and the meat in the back. And I take my time and I look and see what's on sale. Because I still, you know, tri-tip's on sale. Okay, 6 99 a pound. And they have it already marinated, which is fucking no. So they got like three different marinades, four different marinades, right? So I get my turn. So I'm up. I said, I need wings. Give me fucking six pounds of wings, but I want them in two pound packages. Boom, boom, they already know. They give me those. Give me the tri-tip. How many do you want? Give me one of each. One of each flavor. That's four of them. Okay. And then I want some ground beef. Give me that. Give me two pounds. Oh, some salmon. Give me that. I'll be back. So I circle back around and get what I got to get. And then I go back, I see her, she's looking around. What's going on? I hit the fucking deli. I grab my shit. I'm holding it in my hands. Boom, circle back, she meets me at the meat counter, and I dump everything in. So I'm 60, 80 bucks in at the meat counter. But I'm shopping for the week. Yeah. And I don't have any fucking clue, whatever the fuck it is. I just buy. It's not frivolous buy, because nothing goes to waste. you know. So that's the life I want to leave. Yeah. Not have to worry about shit.
0: And in the background, you got Jen. Working the budget, and she knows. Hey, we're our budget for food needs to be a little bit higher because
1: that's what we value. Yes. That's what we want.
0: That's what makes us happy.
1: Yes. All right. So there's nothing wrong with that. So if I go over the budget for the market, I don't care. I just say fucking figure it out. But she's probably hedging her bets. Oh, she yeah. tells you the budget's a lot lower than what it actually uh, is. Probably. So I'm at 200 plus at the market, and I'm like, fuck it, it's food. You gotta eat. You need fuel. So I don't really worry about it too much. There were days that I had to. Not that very long ago. Five, six, eight years ago. You know, it was like, hey, fuck. You know, shopping and looking and taking time. and, Fuck, how much is this per ounce? Did all that shit. Not yeah. doing that no more. Coupons? Yes, we went through that too. Coupons. Yeah, I fucking hated it. I fucking took too long. She doesn't want to be in the store any longer than she fucking has to be. Yeah. So I go in like a fucking tornado. Don't send me by myself. Because I'll be 300 deep. I just start throwing shit in the car like I'm a fucking fat kid in a cake store. Mm-hmm. I'm eating, I I start at the fucking one corner and I work my way around and I just fucking fill the cart up. Most of it's bullshit. But hey, you didn't go with me. You didn't fucking tell me. <laughs> so I come home, fucking $90. What the fuck did you buy? Wow, we needed this, that, and the other. So then you get home and you're like, fuck, I forgot paper plates. And it's like, fuck, man. You don't paper plates? Yeah, we don't. It's We, we save the environment that way. Wasting water. Washing plates. Uh, but you're also wasting plates. No, I burn them in the backyard when I do barbecue. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I use this fuel. That's a
0: bullshit.
1: No, for real. That little pit back there, I burn that shit. I do. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You burn the paper plates. I don't even plates.
1: put the dog shit in the trash. I burn that shit too. <laughs> Save the environment, man. That's what I do. Fuck that. You got paper towels?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah you have, do? You we use we paper towels? paper towels. What yeah.
1: kind of paper towels? You brawny? Costco. Costco Kirkland. Brand. So you, what do you think those are going?
0: I Fucking thin air? Every paper towel, I rip in half Five. and use half of it.
1: Or Yoli and I will split one. You guys use, use one? It's like fucking... So what do you? how many rolls no. do you go through? How, how often do you buy paper towels at Costco? Once a... Oh, man. Maybe like once a quarter. Every three months? Probably. Well, it's only you and her. I use probably three to six paper towels per meal. I'm no shit. That's the legit truth. You need to work on that. No, I just want to make sure I'm clean because I got to go to I got to make sure there's no food in it. I fucking use them. And I, but I reuse them. I'll fold them. If they're not bad, I'll put them on my my fucking uh, TV tray. And she's like, what the fuck are you saving these for? I don't well, fucking use them again. Yeah. I've wet paper plates off too before. That's not a lie. I put them in a fucking dish rack. She fucking flips the fuck out. I go, it's to use, Or I'll double them up, keep it, rinse it real quick and just let it dry. And she's like, what Jeez. the fuck are you doing? Saving the environment, fool.
0: That's what I do. Yeah, but saving the environment is not about how you dispose of the paper plates. It's that you consume paper plates. Oh, so your fucking footprint's a lot
1: smaller than mine is what you're saying?
0: No, no, I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to say that saving the environment would actually be using real plates and just washing them. Correct. That that would be better for the environment because now that's one less stack of paper plates at this factory who's guaranteed... Polluting the shit out of the environment has to make.
1: Yes, but you have to. If you want to go bigger than that, let's expand your mind a little bit. I know it's hard for you to do. You're creating jobs. These people are fucking working, making these paper plates. Did think about that? Did so, you? Is this, is so is this? So we eliminate a, the paper plates. We eliminate jobs.
0: Is this boosting the economy or is it helping the environment? So now you're now you're kind of changing the direction. You got to
1: pick your sides, man. You got to pick your battles.
0: Well, you originally said you did it for the environment now you're saying you use paper plates to give people jobs I'm just being devil's advocate right now I
1: know so I'm keeping people employed okay I keep the butcher employed I keep the deli woman employed and also complimenting them at the same time that's what's important (laughs) have a great rest of your weekend when I'm done (laughs) that's what I'm saying it's a Thursday or Friday I'm checking out hey have a great weekend it's stimulating their mind I know those motherfuckers got to work Saturday, Sunday, their weekend's going to be fucked. But I'm saying, hey, have a great weekend. Today, hey, have a great rest of your weekend. A little bit goes a long way. I might be bullshitting, but hey, you know, you're kind not, word goes a long way. You're not necessarily bullshitting because I'm pretty sure you do wish that they have a good weekend. I do. Have a good day. So, when I used to go to the markets on Thursdays, when Thursdays was my Friday, I would be with the girls or my daughters or whatnot and I'd say, hey, have a great weekend. My pharmacist, hey, have a great weekend on Thursday. Just like, it's Thursday. I go, well, I'm not going to see them on Friday, so I won't be able to wish them a happy weekend. So I'm going to tell you now. Right. Anthony's my pharmacist at Target Pharmacy. He knows you my name. We're tight. He thought I had COVID. And? For real, I didn't. But anyway, they called in a prescription for me when I had this fucking uh, little respiratory thing going on, and they used that prescription for COVID something about that mm. shit. So when they saw it, they freaked out because they knew I was dealing with some sinus infection bullshit. Mm. And then when they saw it, I got called in and filled, oh fuck, they thought I had COVID because they knew I was under the weather a little bit. This is a couple of months ago. So they're all concerned, which just made me feel warm in my heart. Anthony goes, oh shit, we thought you had COVID, dude. I said, I did. And he starts laughing. <laughs> I go, no, I didn't. So that drug that they prescribed, it was a, a, some sort of steroid to stimulate the lungs or whatever they use for people with COVID. Mm. Whatever. So they thought that's what I had, but I didn't. So anyway, relationships are important. Not everybody's my best friend, but I believe in human kindness. Just a human word that's kind to somebody, a stranger, Uh, a gesture, a, a look, a laugh, which is hard to tell with the mask on, an excuse me, a thank you. I just. It goes a long way. It does, because you don't know what they're going through. You show their that day. to
0: a stranger, you could totally change
1: the trajectory of day. It could be day. suicidal that day. Yeah. You don't fucking know. Yeah. That's and you very know what? True. I do that. I'm very. Some people say I'm a little overboard when it comes to that shit. My daughter's like, really? You sound fucking thirsty as fuck when you say that. I go, that's not very nice to talk to your dad that way. <laughs> but I said, look, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. You don't, you know, and you might be the difference in somebody's life.
0: I agree. 100%. I don't think that
1: every day, but if you just walk that walk, because that's who I am. I'm a fucking nice guy, blah, blah, blah. So I do that. And I you're the nicest
0: change felon change. I've ever met.
1: Uh, it's true. Facts. And you also, not to change somebody, have a birthday coming up. Correct. I believe you're going to be. How'd you know that? I know when your birthday is, bro. I marked my calendar. Okay. Uh, so I know it's coming up. It is. And I, you're going to have like a soft opening on a Sunday? Yeah. Uh, I was invited to that. Yeah. And I'm on call on the 9th, so I was happy that I'm not going to be on call. Yeah. I'm on call for one day. Yeah,
0: so come by, your man.
1: birthday's coming. I oh, will be by. It'll be mellow. So what are you trying to do? What's well, your mom and dad? Just trying to see the family. Okay. Hang out with friends. I'm next door, so I'm here. Yeah. Fuck, up, I'm on. Fuck, I'm gonna Yeah. Like grandfather. And uh, that's it. Just so relax. So what are you... You're turning 36. Six. That's a big... That's a pivotal year. I'm going to tell you why, in my opinion. Because you hit your 30, you went to your 35, but then 36 is like, it's more of a reflection on shit. I, I'm for, just speaking from my, when I hit 36, I think it was almost worse. No, I shouldn't say worse. It was more impacted on my life than 50. Because, really? yeah, oh yeah. You remember your 36? I fucking birthday? remember. I was, I was bummed out. Really? Cuz I, I felt like that I didn't I wasn't where I needed to be at 36. At 36 I had my kids and you know I'm not going to take it away from anything, but I didn't think career-wise I was where I needed to be or financially or where I should have been. You know what I
0: mean? I feel the exact same way and it's weird that you say it was a time for you to reflect
1: because I never was my 36th birthday. I've been doing that a lot lately. I woke up on my 36th birthday in bed and I sat there for like an hour and I almost started crying. Cuz it was just like I just feel like I didn't accomplish enough. It was weird. It was weird. But then it sounds
0: like that was a turning point in your life because it might have been. When you have those moments, you don't necessarily realize at that time you might not have like changed that day or that week or that month, but you remember that was a pivotal moment. Looking back, and you're like, so you became a slightly different person, and the trajectory changed a little bit. Because just the fact that you reflected on that,
1: yeah, it's, uh, it, it changes I, you. So much so that I'm going to be 51 in December, and that was the most impactful birthday of my life. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And I forget a lot of shit. I miss, fuck, I could barely remember your fucking last name. So that 36th year of my life, it was a fucking turning point for me. It was like, a am not a wake-up call, or I just felt like I didn't accomplish enough. You know, I mean, it just, but of course it was, just more one-sided feelings that I had, which I was reinforced by my wife and think for good. But 36 was tough. Because if you look at it, average age of a person is what? 65 to 70? So when you hit 50, fuck, you're dead. Because you're not going to be 100. You know what I mean? So it was almost like a halfway point for me. Because 35 plus 35 is 70.
0: That's what I was talking to Yoli about. It's, pretty, yeah. it's like, realistically, it's, it's probably around
1: halfway. Yeah, I hope not. Well, average-wise, it is. It's Yeah, it's approaching Think it. the halfway 70-ish, mark. yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm 50 now. I'm halfway through with my life. No, you're not. You're fucking on the other side of it. Yeah. Me. I mean, what are the chances of living to 100? I mean, right. you not, you know. But, and the quality of life once yeah. you're up there. Is... so 35 and 36. 36 was my halfway point. And so... Well, I, we don't know that yet, but well, I, I know in, what in, you in mean. in a sense, yes. So now, since then, 37, 38, 39, and 40... I don't look at them as big as 36. I think 36 was the biggest year of my life. Wow. As a reflection, but I don't take them. I turned 50, and it was it's a, it's a big any day out of the grave is a good day. That's right. Not you everyone. wake up in the morning and your feet hit the ground. You thank God. Yep. Not everyone. Or Allah, had the opportunity or Buddha, or Chaka Khan, whoever you think. Just <laughs> get up out of bed as sore as you are. You fucking just be thankful. That's what my to always say. That's right. Just be thankful you're breathing. Yep. So, that is true. So every day, because you'd fuck tomorrow, you might not wake up. But what—that's a whole other fucking topic of what's gonna happen after that. So, I don't really care. But anyway, thirty-six was—it uh, was a tough. It was probably the first three months were tough. They were. It was—it was fucking eye-opening, and trying to reassure myself mentally that hey, you need to get better at what you're doing, and having a partner at the time, my wife, that I didn't tell her about it, but I fucking felt fucking defeated. At thirty six. That's deep, man. No, it was tough. I hit forty. Ah, I had a fucking big old party. It was fun, but there was no much I mean I reflect every year, but it's just like, eh. I mean it, it now it is what it is. It's 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 what it is. But thirty six was the toughest birthday I think ever. It was. It was fucking tough. And I'll remember it to the day I die.
0: Went and saw the family today as well.
1: As you always do on Saturdays.
0: Yeah. I've been loving every that Every fucking
1: weekend. Isn't that cool?
0: Been loving that routine. Isn't it cool? See my my dad, aunt, uncle, grandma. Yeah, it's nice. Well, yeah, because I mean... Sundays, you... not every Sunday, but then I'll go see mom, dad, sister, niece.
1: Yes. Brother-in-law. Yes. Yeah, so, not... you know, when your grandpa was alive, I mean, you didn't talk about him too much. I know when he, as he was getting sick, you did. Mm-hmm. I and mean, he told me about it. But, you know, we get caught up. Mm-hmm. I mean, think back a year from now, or two years from now, how different it was you are they're doing their thing it's like i the same way so now when i call up my kids because they're pretty much gone in here i have a barbecue I, it's more jen's like I eh, was just gonna chill i just want to surround myself with my children because they're adults now mm-hmm. because i don't know i just I, like that what you said you see your aunt your uncle your grandma because i think you're starting to realize now that time is fucking ticking by it is. You no, know, And I don't have grandkids yet. So I can imagine what you're... That's your, happening in the very near future. I hope. But I can Next see what your mom be. and dad are going through. Your mom's in her late 50s? Yeah. Your dad's in his late 50s. they a little older than I am. Well, my I, dad turned 60. That's correct. I was there. Yep. Shout out to that party. Uh, so he's 10 years older than me. Nine, no, nine years older than me. So see, I see the correlation. He's already retired because he made good choices so does your mom, which we all make our bed and to sleep in it. But they're probably questioning there too. They're, 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 how it's the word I'm looking for. Their mortality. You know, they have a grandchild now. So they're, it's renewed, you know, renewed life. It's a spark. My uncle has grandkids. I don't have them. So I'm waiting for that pivotal moment to where my daughters call me or my son and say, Hey, you're going to be a grandpa. I can't wait to see you. Hopefully the way my daughters are, is they're going to do something fucking spectacular. Like, a low-key fucking president with the fucking onesie in it saying grandpa or number one grandpa like in a 5X. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I hope they're listening to this and uh
0: taking notes. Caitlin will. This shit better be special now. Otherwise, it's going to be a huge letdown.
1: It's tough though, man, because I'm supposed to be 51. I'm thinking, fuck, how long am I going to wait? Am I going to be 60? Am I going to be able to fucking uh, walk?
0: I feel like you're going to be a grandparent next year.
1: Really? Yeah. Think so? Yeah. Within the next two years for sure. So that'll make me 54. That's cool. Because yeah. I'm trying to get around and, like, fucking roll around on the floor and shit. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, my friends all have them and shit. It's cool. I mean,
0: I don't know. We'll see what happens.
1: I think uh, even my wife says, You're going to be the greatest grandpa that ever lived. Because, I mean, I fucking love kids, man. Even when I fuck with kids, you know. I see them at the market. I try to make them cry and shit when they fucking dust <laughs> the I fucking mad dog them. She's like, Stop. Especially when we used to go to church, they'd be in the pews, they'd turn around and look at me. Fucking mad dog gonna make him fucking freak out. So I'll see what happens. I have a something totally off the wall that we touched on last week in uh, episode nineteen, manscaping. Uh, I had a conversation. <laughs> well, I just don't, I didn't want to forget because I know we're <laughs> trying to get wrapped up here. I have a coworker. I'm not going to mention any names, but he knows who he is. Okay. And he fucking listens to this show. All right. Um, What's up, nameless coworker? I. Uh, he said, "Oh, the manscaping." He go. He got a kick out of it and shit. So then we were working together at night, and we had a break in between, and we're talking, and, you know. This guy's a fucking closet freak, and he put me to shame. So then we start talking. He goes, yeah, you're talking about manscaping. So he just went off on this fucking whole manscaping thing that this is something that happens in his life. Okay. This is real. So okay. first-handedly, if that's a word, got firsthand an account of what goes on. Oh, you got, this you got is, to put it on blast now. This is a team effort. Him and his significant other participate in manscaping. Okay. Basically, I says, well, you know, I talked about it. I don't manscape myself because I have a little bit of a belly. And, you know, there's a fucking machine going down there fucking with, like, sharp razors going back and forth. Like you don't want to go in blind. Yeah, I mean, fuck, who knows, you know, I could catch something. Yeah, a nutsack or I don't know, so he's like, "No, my old lady fucking takes care of my shit," and I was like, "Really? How does that work? Paint me a picture." So basically, <laughs> this is this is the honest to god truth, and I believe the motherfucker too. All right. he went on for like fifteen minutes. Wow. Basically, what I do is I shower. I, I'm speaking in his voice, of course. Uh huh. I he showers, he gets on the bed, he dries off. And he basically spreads his spread eagle. And, and she fucking goes down and trims his shit. Uh, razor, clipper. I'm assuming it's a clipper. And she trims it down. And he flips over on his belly and she takes care of the fucking back end too. And I'm just like in my mind, kind of getting a visual. It's not non-sexual visual, but it's like, wow. You know, what I would look like doing that. that. That's love right there. I'm just saying, man. So... I really haven't brought this up to my wife yet, but I'm thinking, you know, we need to go to the next step. We need to, to, I mean, there's, you know, that's love. Like you said, we haven't experienced that love yet. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to challenge her on this. You know what her response is going to be? Oh fuck. I already know. You're the biggest idiot I've ever met in my life. She's going to roll her fucking eyes and say, you're out of your fucking mind. (laughs) So everything has to happen for a reason. So I have to make sure it happens, but it's, it's, What's the reason for the man? The schematics are gonna have to be all in order. The moon's gonna have to lie. She's gonna need a schematic before she's probably gonna need. I'm thinking she's probably gonna need to be half drunk. But is that gonna work for me? No, that's not gonna work. No. You ever been to the barber and they go up there with the clippers and they catch your skin or your earlobe? That's been a while. Can you imagine your nuts? That would be a fucking deal breaker,
0: man. No bueno.
1: Wow, it's funny you said bueno.
0: All right, episode 20. It's been a blast. That's a great conversation. just want to remind you guys to check us out on iTunes, The Raw Deal 714, Instagram, The Raw Deal 714 Podcast, and Facebook. Have a great week. Peace.